listening to the Ed Reach Network. Hi, welcome back to ISTE 2013 with a very special uh, episode of Ed Gamer. I'm just here to pass it off to the master of ceremonies, uh, Mr. Zach Gilbert. So take it away, Zach. Thank you, Dan. I'm going to go like I normally do. So as my audience knows, Ed Gamer, episode 104 on EdReach. Special hangout with Brain Pop at SD 2013. This is Ed Gamer for Tuesday, Janu uh, June 25th, 2013. Ed Gamer is part of the EdReach network, edreach.us, giving education a voice, a big voice. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We'll discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And our guests today are Annie Choi and Scott Price from BrainPop. Hello, both of you. Hello, thanks Hello. for having us. Yeah, wonderful. And it's good to see you again, Annie, and nice to meet you, Scott. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, both of you? Sure. I'm Annie Choi, and I'm the Director of Content for BrainPop Junior. And I'm Scott Price, and I'm a Project Manager for Games with BrainPop. And a little bit about me. I'm Zach Gilbert. I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. And I'm in Normal, Illinois. I'm sure you could tell from my background, <laughs> my basement. You guys are in sunny San Antonio, and I'm quite jealous. So how's the conference going? Conference is going great. Great turnout. So what what exactly what are you introducing this week at ISTE? Well we're introducing a lot of stuff, but in the area of gaming, um, as you know that game up is on Brain Pop. Um, that's our site for third grade all the way through high school. And now Brain Pop Junior, the little sister site that's kindergarten through third, also has game up. Very so we're showing cool. off both the new site and some new features within the existing site. So now I teach junior high, and I've worked with Brain Pop through, uh, you know, middle school. I've seen the Brain Pop Junior. What, what are the differences for those of you, those people out there that don't know about Brain Pop Junior between regular Brain Pop and Brain Pop Junior? Well, you'll probably find a lot of the same content that's on Brain Pop Junior. So, for example, um, there's a camouflage movie on Brain Pop. There's also a camouflage movie on Brain Pop Junior, and um, it's the same content, but more, um, and it's aligned to state standards and common core, but it's more appropriate for kindergarten through third. So you might not go in, you will go into different details. You'll still go into the science of camouflage and adaptation and behavior, but it'll be more geared towards kindergarten through third. So I'm guessing the games aren't as difficult or as intense. Uh, they're probably set up a little bit differently than the regular Brain Pop. Yeah, absolutely. Now take you a look through it right now. This is a Brain Pop Junior hand page. It's brainpopjunior.com. Um, GameUp is actually free whether or not you have a subscription to BrainPop or not, but I'm going to show that. Um, a couple of games that we have, we just launched this, um, let's put it with Scott, like a week and a half ago, <laughs> so it's yep. brand new for ISD. Um, you will find some of the same games from BrainPop's GameUp on BrainPop Junior. For example, the Simple Machines games actually worked for both the BrainPop and BrainPop Junior audience. But I wanted to show you um, specific games to BrainPop Junior, which is we partnered up with Electric Company. Oh. We all know and love from Sesame Workshop. Um, Definitely. 
yeah, this is like who we learn to read from. Um, and we have a couple of partner games with them, but I want to show you one example. This is um, a bunch of phonics games that we have with them. So you might, you won't find this on BrainPop because most students hopefully know how to read at this point. But so, so what's the new edition again the, for the, the new junior? edition? Is uh, games on BrainPop Junior? Okay. That are specific for K3 learners. Right. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. There were games before, but not game up specifically wasn't there. There were just little interactive activities. Right. There are there more focused, smaller games that you can do with a whole class or individually, whereas these games are more about um, taking the content from the movie and then applying it to play this game. So, for mm -hmm. example, with Chain Game. Um, the, we have a movie about the sound CH, the CH as in choose, but also in Chicago. Oh, very nice. Sound. So now we have this game that we um, partnered up with the electric company, and you have a game just about the sh sound. Um, so you should be able to take what you learned from the ch and apply it to the sh. <laughs> cha cha, cha ching, yeah. Cha ching, yeah. <laughs> Hey, um, I, this is wonderful, and not being an elementary school teacher, but my wife who's been teaching first grade for, what, 17 years, uh, this is something I'm definitely going to have to show her and then also show other of my friends that are elementary school teachers because I think this is huge. Yeah, this, this is, no, very this is big. huge. And very big. with every game, there's a game quiz that you know helps you get assessment piece out of the games and also lesson ideas. Well, and it's worth noting the uh, the quiz and the lesson I built on the game, but they're not uh, they're not about the game. So the lesson ideas are good ways to frame the game. Uh, they're also aligned with standards independently of the game. So they may find other ways to tie other standards and other activities in. Uh, and and then the, uh, the quiz is not just about how to play the game or what's in the game. It's also about uh, the applying what you've done in the game back to the larger subject area. How does the, uh, what do the assessments look like? Are they just simple multiple choice? They are simple multiple choice. Okay. Because so, it's K3. Uh, yeah. It's one thing that I found with, especially my wife who does, uh, they do some standardized testing, is working with uh, just having the kids lear even learn how to click on bubbles or fill in bubbles. Mm -hmm. um, do, do you have anything that might help out or is that something that you, you guys thought about uh, to help teach, especially first, my, like I said, my wife teaches first grade, so having them introduce bubbles, are there pictures that go along with the answers? Yes, it, we actually have different question types. Some of them questions do have images. Um, for example, this one on the screen right now. Um, but the kind of one big difference between junior and brain pop is that if you get the wrong answer, uh, it lets you know right away. Yeah, no, so, that's which is important feedback for it uh, is, brain and pop. you don't want them to feel like you know uh, a fa failure is okay. Right, and, and and they can go back and take the quiz again. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. and if I remember correctly, it scrambles it too. Or um, does actually, it... on brain pop junior, it does not. Okay. Okay. Okay, so that's something that I've dealt with, and kind of moving on to the next topic, uh, the educator tools that you know that you gave uh, you wonderfully. Thank you so much. Uh, the the tools for uh, educators for Brain Pop, and can you describe? I mean, this it, is it fully functional? Is it out there? Is it is that popped out yet, or is that something that comes this fall? Are you the the 
My Brain Pop classroom. My Brain Pop, yes. Yes. So Zach's school actually was a part of our Brain Pop pilot for My Brain Pop, which is um, a way for teachers to see what their kids are doing on Brain Pop, which includes tracking quiz scores or um, what games they've played. Um, activity pages, if you can create your own quizzes on BrainPop now, which means that you can take a BrainPop quiz and edit the questions for your students' needs. And that was, I, I tell you what, that is wonderful because the kids, the kids love getting on BrainPop, but then I can, if I want to, I can go in and check and see what are they actually doing, are they actually, uh, are they watching the videos, how are they doing on the quizzes, I've created my own quizzes, and I'm sure you've seen it too. There's probably a, a very uh, dedicated group of teachers, educators out there that are creating quizzes because I kept on seeing similar names of those that were submitting quizzes, and I think that's that having that those group of teachers and having the ability to adjust and change and, and, and make it fit with what my classroom needs is is important, and then be able to track those changes and see what the kids can do. Absolutely. We, we've also seen some teachers gain some cachet from customizing an existing quiz that's almost oh, yeah. right to specifically how that class is done, and the kids get a real boost out of getting to see themselves in a brain pop quiz in some capacity. Yeah, that's it. It is. It is very nice. And then it's not only um, multiple choice. I was able to put in fill in the blank answers, and then I was able to go back and grade those within the screen. I guess, mm -hmm. and uh, be able to put those grades together. And then the kids were able to get immediate feedback. Yeah, so and brand new this week, uh, I think as well, is the ability to upload images uh, to okay. your questions and to make your own image questions and image answers. Oh, that's that's wonderful. That's... Yeah, I'm gonna, I can show you that right now as soon as I log in. Log in as a student. And sometimes, you know, especially modifying tests, you know, there's certain questions I definitely might want to add a picture, especially like a graph or a map, anything mm -hmm. like that. That would be handy. Um, yeah, especially for math. The button's oh, yeah. right here on the homepage of educators. It says mix a quiz. It's bright mm -hmm. orange on the bottom left-hand corner. So you can just click a quiz, talk about what you're working on this week. Um, for example, food chain. Food chain. And this is going to search your entire database about food chains. So let's say you like a question on BrainPop, but it might not have been appropriate for your students. Maybe it's too hard, or maybe um, you kind of want to adapt something. So you can go ahead and add this to your quiz and then edit it. And you can change it to, you know, multiple choice. You can change it to an open-ended question if you want. You could upload an image. And to a kid, it looks just like a brain pop quiz. So they have yeah. no idea that you've adapted this quiz to their needs. Yes, it's <laughs> except I kind of brag on them and said, I made this quiz for brain pop. No. <laughs> right, exactly. So I, I have fun with that. And you know what? I've had students also. I love getting the students involved, having them submit questions to me and then using them. And that's always, that's always really nice. Mm hmm uh, and then knowing, telling them that, hey, I'm putting this out there. Other teachers could use these questions too. Right. If you have a whole department that's learning about global warming or food chain, um, you can go ahead and make a quiz and then have other teachers adapt it for their classroom. That's that's wonderful. And Share it's the work. and is it is it to the point, or will it be this fall where it's fully integrated, all in one one spot? 
it's We're, fully integrated now. Yay! Yay! If you yay. log into Brain Pop Educator, it's right in the corner. My mixer quizzes and my classes. There's good and bad bad about betas. You know, yeah. it, it's in the works. You see all the cool things, and but there were little things that you know made it difficult to get. But in the end, it's it's going to be beautiful, and we're really excited about it. And the teachers of my school are really excited about it. Yeah, I know. Brain Pop has really expanded beyond just movies and quizzes at this point. You can really customize how you want to use Brain Pop with your students and kind of reach all learners. There, there's one other feature that is shown off in the screen. Uh, that we're showing now, uh, the the screenshot tool, yeah. and I'd love to show oh. that. While uh, Game Up for Junior is entirely brand new, uh, this is within uh, regular my, within Brian, Brain Pops Game Up. Um, <laughs> sorry, tripping over. It's all right. Brain Pop, my Brain Pop. <laughs> uh, so I think we're going to show it off with one game, uh, Brain Pop game. Uh, called Guts and Bolts. And what oh, yeah. this feature does is it lets teachers provide a prompt uh, to students or students to do this voluntarily, where as they're playing the game, they can take a screenshot of what's happening in the game and then they can reflect on it. Hmm. And so the teacher could use this in a lot of ways. So Annie's going into uh, Guts and Bolts in step four, one of the first hard levels in this game. Uh, in the game, you're joining body systems together, so she's joining the gut and the intestines, and is just going to try connecting things up. I know and that the nutrients goes into the stomach, <laughs> and I know what comes out of the intestines goes to away place. Away. <laughs> goes away. Let's not talk about it. Happy place. Uh, and so a teacher might at this point, for instance, uh, say to the kids, take a screenshot and tell me what you think is going to happen. Or when something happens. Let's see how this goes. So this is what the screenshot looks like. And now students have the ability to write the description um, right underneath the screenshot. So as a student, I might say, I know that the nutrients goes in the stomach, what comes out of the intestines goes into the bathroom. But I'm not clear if oxygen goes into the intestines or comes out of the intestines. Very cool. And so and they can submit that? Yep, they can submit that. Awesome. Well, I think we're running out of time. <laughs> you know, only 15 minute spot here. So I know Annie, Scott, I, you know, thank you both of you for coming on. Annie, I know I'll probably talk to you again. Scott, I hope to get to talk to you again and uh, future endeavors. And, and thank you to Google for letting us do this wonderful hangout. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's EdGamer podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach network, especially all the coverage from ISTE. Have a great week. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Thanks.